RTHK, the news at one with Barry O'Rourke. The top stories. Education Secretary Christine Choi says it's likely that daily COVID tests for pupils and teachers will be scrapped from next month. Police Commissioner Raymond Hsu vows to continue clamping down on so-called parallel traders. And a US military fighter jet has shot down an unidentified object off the northern coast of Alaska. The Education Secretary, Christine Choi, says it's likely that daily COVID tests for pupils and teachers will be scrapped from next month. Under one of Hong Kong's last mandatory testing regimes, both groups must take a rapid antigen test before going to school every day. The minister says the pandemic situation is now stable and that schools will be told about the new arrangement as soon as possible. We will close monitor the situation and assess actually what uh, the progress and the uh, pandemic situation and ex- uh, seek the uh, advice from the expertise and we will make the decision as, and uh, let the school sector know as soon as possible we have any uh, new arrangement. From the observation at this moment, I think it's quite stable and uh, likely uh, we will uh, remove if uh, the situation is uh, similar. The chief executive of the Consumer Council says holidaymakers need to stay alert to changes in border control measures in different countries. Jilly Wong made the comment after the watchdog received dozens of complaints from people who'd had their plans to travel to Japan thrown into chaos by changes in regulations. Tokyo capped the number of flights from Hong Kong and restricted them to certain airports, leading to hundreds of cancellations. Ms Wong says flexibility is the key. Think about the destination first, uh, whether that destination have frequent changes in their policy for tourists. If there's frequent changes in policies for the tourists, obviously that may have create some uncertainty for your trip about uh, whether you can enter the, uh, the country or uh, any change in flight or can even cancellation in flight. Uh, secondly is if you decide you know, the destination, please allow more time in your itinerary, in your schedule. Reasons being is in case of any change, uh, you still can have some flexibility in your own schedule instead of creating a big disruption to your plan. The police commissioner, Raymond Hsu, has vowed to continue stamping out the activities of parallel traders who buy goods in Hong Kong for resale across the border. He says that since quarantine-free travel with the mainland resumed last month, officials have stepped up patrols in parallel trading black spots and have so far issued 19 penalty tickets. On reports about a rise in begging since cross-border travel resumed, Mr Hsu said authorities would monitor the situation and act when necessary. A U.S. military fighter jet acting on command from President Biden has shot down an unidentified object off the northern coast of Alaska. Helicopters and transport aircraft have been deployed to collect debris from the frozen waters of the Arctic Ocean. The Pentagon spokesman is Brigadier Patrick Ryder. On February 9, North American Aerospace Defense Command detected an object on ground radar and further investigated and identified the object using fighter aircraft. The object was flying at an altitude of 40,000 feet and posed a reasonable threat to the safety of civilian flight. We have no further details about the object at this time, including any description of its capabilities, purpose, or origin. The object was about the size of a small car, so not similar in size or shape to the high-altitude surveillance balloon that was taken down off the coast of South Carolina on February 4. The Canadian Defence Minister Anita Anand said Ottawa had assisted with the deployment of aircraft to track down the object. She said Canada supported the US action. 
Meanwhile, President Biden has affirmed the United States' unwavering support for Brazilian democracy as he met President Luiz Inácio Lula da Silva at the White House. At a joint news conference, President Biden said the U.S. and Brazil shared similar values. We're the two largest democracies in the hemisphere. Brazil, the United States, stand together. We reject political violence and we put great value in our democratic institutions. Our shared values and our... Uh, our strong ties between our people. And now to the weather forecast. It'll be mainly cloudy with coastal fog and one or two light rain patches. There'll be bright periods later on with a top temperature of about 22 degrees and moderate to fresh easterly winds. And the outlook is humid and foggy in the next few days, warm during the daytime, uh, but winds will strengthen from the north and the weather will become appreciably cooler on Tuesday. Currently at the observatory, it's 19 degrees Celsius with a relative humidity of 89%. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. The number of people killed by Monday's catastrophic earthquakes in Turkey and Syria has risen to more than 23,000. The scale of the disaster is still becoming clear as hopes fade of finding more survivors under the rubble. In Syria alone, the United Nations estimate that as many as 5.3 million people need help. The Syrian authorities appear to have softened their stance on the delivery of international aid to rebel-held areas. Damascus has given permission for supplies to be sent across government lines. The delivery of aid would be undertaken by the International Red Cross, the Syrian Red Crescent and the United Nations. Fabrizio Carboni is regional director of the Red Cross for the Near and Middle East. He's in Damascus. I believe that probably more access would, would help and facilitate and speed up the, uh, the distribution of the assistance. But, you know, talking like this, talking cross-border versus cross-line, it's a way to politicize humanitarian access. And we've seen it for many years. I think what we need to focus now is on people. The one who can get first should just go for it. An Iranian-French academic has been released from jail in Tehran after spending more than three and a half years locked up. Fariba Adelkar had been sentenced to five years for conspiring against national security, charges vehemently denied by her supporters. The BBC's Kasra Naji reports. A photo of the 64-year-old posted on social media immediately after her release shows the French-Iranian anthropologist sitting in a car smiling and apparently healthy. Fariba Adelha had been arrested four years ago while traveling to Iran to visit her family. She had been charged with conspiracy against national security. It's not clear whether she can leave the country now or what has brought her release, one of several French and French-Iranians in jail in Iran today. The City of London Corporation has proposed new rules requiring buildings to have most of their lights switched off at night to save energy and reduce visual pollution. Skyscrapers in London's financial district would have to extinguish all external lights other than those needed for safety and crime prevention. The area's office are largely, offices are largely empty overnight, although a number of workers keep international hours. To sport and in football, the Manchester City manager Pep Guardiola has held his first news conference since the defending champions were charged by the Premier League with more than 100 breaches of its financial rules following a four-year investigation. Guardiola has previously said he would leave the club if any accusations were proved true, but he's criticised those who he says are too quick to pass judgment. We are already sentenced and tough. What's going to happen, I don't know. So 
on the other side, I'm personally I'm happy that we are here because like UEFA happened, okay, you have the chance to defend. We cannot defend. I think we have a good lawyers, but we cannot say that UEFA had the bad, bad lawyers. And I think the Premier League supported for 19 teams to put it out for the Premier League are going to take a good lawyers too to defend the position like we're going to defend our position. I would have loved to wait and see and the time will see or the time will dictate what is going to happen. And just in case we are not innocent, we will accept what the judge, the Premier League decide. But what happened if in the, the same situation that UEFA happened, we are innocent what happened to restore or pay back our damage? Because the damage is now is for one decade, eight, nine, ten. So one week later, UEFA make a sentence against us. Nine teams, Burley, Wolves, Leicester, Newcastle, Spurs, Arsenal, United, Liverpool, Chelsea. Out of the Champions League, where they won at that position. Like Julio Cesar said, there are not in this world, there are not enemies or friends. There are just interests. And they wanted to put it out to take that position that we want on the pitch. And to end the news, the top stories once again. Education Secretary Christine Choi says it's likely that daily COVID tests for pupils and teachers will be scrapped from next month. Police Commissioner Raymond Sue vows, vows to continue clamping down on so-called parallel traders. A U.S. military jet has shot down an unidentified object off the northern coast of Alaska and the number of people killed by Monday's catastrophic earthquakes in Turkey and Syria has risen to more than 23,000. And you've been listening to the news on RTHK. RTHK Radio 3 According to the Electrical and Mechanical Services Department, the supplier of a household electrical product must ensure that a certificate of safety compliance has already been issued for the product before procuring it. As a customer, you should check whether there is sufficient information on the product marking and whether the plug meets the applicable standard. Recognize safety requirements. Make smart choices for household electrical products. You dump rubbish and leave old motorcycles in the alley? I clean it all up. You dump boxes, cigarette butts, takeaway meal containers, and drink cans at the street corner. I clean it up. People even dump construction debris and old furniture everywhere. She dumps rubbish. He dumps rubbish, too. We keep cleaning it up. That's a never-ending cycle. It's time to change. Stop dumping rubbish. Keep the environment clean for a better Hong Kong. Radio 3. And before we get into the music masterclass, got a request. My man Alan wants some Genesis, which is going to segue nicely into the music masterclass, by the way. Here's I Know What I Like in your wardrobe right here on Radio 3. Michael Lance, Playlist Posse. It's one o'clock and time for lunch. Um, da -dum -da -dum. When the sun beats down and I lie on the bench, I can always hear them talk. There's always been Ethel. Jacob, wake up, we got the tiny you go now. And then Mr. Lewis, this is the time that he was out on his own. Over the guy. 
me? I'm just a lawnmower. You can tell me by the way I walk. Doctor, I do my I-